Cindy with Cook's English Corner. Do you enjoy the challenge of a good jigsaw puzzle? How about a crossword puzzle in the local newspaper or a five-star Sudoku? During this podcast, I'm going to talk about puzzles and how they can cure boredom, allow for a creative approach to stimulating your brain, and help you learn English. My sons really enjoyed putting jigsaw puzzles together as children. A jigsaw is a puzzle consisting of a picture printed on cardboard or wood and cut into various pieces of different shapes that have to be fitted back together. We had two floor-sized puzzles of race cars, and once they were put together, they looked like you could just jump in and speed off down the road. We also had many of the famous Ravensburger German puzzles, which interlock really well, and they had delightful scenes such as a barnyard, a construction site, and a jungle. As an adult, I appreciate a challenging jigsaw puzzle. I find the time to be calming and fulfilling. For me, once I put a puzzle on the table, I am drawn to it throughout the days until it is completed. I like to have access to all four sides of the table. My eyes get tired of viewing the pieces immediately in front of them, and it never fails that once I move to another seat and see new pieces from another view, I'm able to quickly put in three or four pieces. Jigsaw puzzles originate back to the 1760s when a European mapmaker named John Spilsbury pasted maps onto wood and cut them into small pieces. The puzzle map has been a successful educational tool ever since. Children are still learning geography by playing with puzzle maps of the world. But the biggest surprise for the early puzzle makers might be how adults have embraced puzzling over the last century. During the Great Depression in the 1930s, Puzzles for adults became popular, peaking in early 1933 when sales reached 10 million jigsaws per week. Puzzles offered an escape from the troubled times. Completing a jigsaw gave the puzzler a sense of accomplishment that was hard to come by in a time when the unemployment rate was climbing above 25%. And couldn't that be said about the COVID-19 pandemic of 2020? With so many people sheltering at home, new puzzles and new puzzlers are being produced as fast as production is possible. Carol Glazer, president of Seiko, a Massachusetts company and one of the largest producers of jigsaw puzzles and family games in the United States, said, around the second week of March, we noticed sales at one of our largest retail customers were up 300% over the same week in 2019. I enjoy 500 to 1,000 piece puzzles. Working on puzzles with students gives me a chance to discuss what they see in the picture, but it's also a very low key way of getting a student to relax and open up about their life and things that interest them. I find that a lot of learning occurs in such an informal setting. There are many types of puzzles. A puzzle is a game, problem, or toy that tests a person's logic or knowledge. In a puzzle, the solver is expected to put pieces together in a logical way in order to arrive at the correct solution of the problem. 
There are different genres of puzzles, such as crossword puzzles, word search puzzles, number puzzles, and logic puzzles. Puzzles are often created to be a form of entertainment, but their solutions can require serious mathematical or logical skills. A crossword is a puzzle consisting of a grid of white squares and black blanks. Words cross vertically and horizontally and are written into the grid according to clues. Arthur Wynne is credited with inventing the crossword. His first puzzle, called Word Cross, was published in December 1913 in the New York World. Today, crosswords are often featured in newspapers. My mom has been doing her local newspaper's crossword puzzles for over 30 years. It's her morning ritual, and she usually doesn't rest until she has all the answers. Her rules are number one, use a pencil to write in the squares, and number two, use all capital letters. She has a crossword dictionary on the table and will consult it if necessary. I love to attempt crossword puzzles. Rarely can I complete even half of the entries. If I work a puzzle with my mom, I request to first read the clue aloud and attempt an answer before she is allowed to input. If we didn't do it this way, she would have the whole puzzle penciled in before I even tried to come up with an answer. As with a lot of things in life, practice makes perfect. And the more puzzles you work, the better you become. Sudoku puzzles also have gained popularity. The name Sudoku is abbreviated from the Japanese words that mean the numbers must remain single. This puzzle is one in which players insert the numbers one to nine into a grid consisting of nine squares subdivided into further nine smaller squares in such a way that every number appears once in each horizontal line, vertical line, and square. These logic puzzles are difficulty rated from one to five stars. These puzzles are my forte, and I often can solve a five star with a little patience and time. But my mom, nope, she just can't see how to logically fill in those squares with a number. If you ever want a super hyped up challenge of a Sudoku, I'd suggest going to Cracking the Cryptic. It's a YouTube channel dedicated to paper and pencil puzzles, primarily Sudoku, but also cryptic crosswords and other types of numerical and verbal puzzles. These puzzlers are masters at their trade, and you can try their games for free, but I will recommend you have a lot of time on your hands. We know that physical exercise keeps our bodies strong. Puzzles can also be one way to help keep our brains strong. Dr. Gary Small, a professor of psychiatry and aging at the University of California, LA, has a two-week Younger Brain program that introduces games and exercises to activate your neural circuits and bolster your mental acuity skills. His program shows you that as you gradually build your skill, you will find that the games get easier and you can progressively increase the challenge level. Working on crosswords 
and other word games may help puzzlers to more quickly recall particular words and definitions. This makes a lot of sense. Games that require word recall seem to help people get better at word recall. It's a plus for both native speakers and for language learners. So, I challenge each of you listening to this podcast. Attempt a puzzle this week and have a little fun in the process. Choose a jigsaw for a picture, a crossword for words and definitions, or a Sudoku for a little number challenge. And if you've been reading the transcript for this podcast, the highlighted words just might help you complete the crossword puzzle at the bottom of the page. Thanks for listening, and I'm Cindy Cook at Cook's English Corner.